Welcome to the WDW Radio Show, your Walt Disney World information station. I am your host, Lou Mangello, and this is show number 264 for the week of March 4th, 2012. Beyond the attractions in Walt Disney World, there are so many wonderful overlooked opportunities, experiences, and events, not just for adults, but for kids as well. And so this week, we're going to look at some special events just for kids and families, both in and out of the Walt Disney World theme parks. I'll have some more information about upcoming events, including the WDW Radio Day at the Ballpark, as well as a few other announcements before playing more of your voicemails at the end of the show. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode of the WDW Radio Show. Going back to early 2005 when I started podcasting, I've always enjoyed highlighting, exploring, introducing you to, and of course, researching some of Walt Disney World's special experiences, events, and opportunities. From things like food and wine, to the Wild Africa Trek, to Grand One Cruises, and everything in between, there are countless ways to enhance, and plus, to use a Walt term, your Walt Disney World vacation. But in the past many years, two things happened to help expand my views and the enjoyment of the Disney parks, and they are my two kids. And now I've gone from seeing Walt Disney World as a child, being taken there every year by my parents, thanks mom and dad, to an adult who's still trapped in a 43-year-old body, to now a parent of two children that share a common love of Disney, because of course I'm raising them right. But while a lot of kids, they sort of just revel in the attractions, the shows, and the character encounters, there are also some very special kid events as well. And so joining me this week to look at some of our favorite special events for kids is a dad and a kid at heart himself. He is, of course, Chuck Lionberger from DisneyDaddy.blogspot.com. Chuck, welcome back, my friend. Hey, Lou, as always, it's a wonderful pleasure to be back. And it's nice to know I'm not the only one who's much like Peter Pan and just, frankly, refuses to grow up. Chuck, we are, I think, uh, among many people who share that 
you know, I think that's what one of the things that, that bonds a lot of us who are Disney enthusiasts together is that we are kids at heart and we don't mind, you know, sharing that with other people, you know, acting like kids when we are there. You know, but now we're also parents. You know, we both have kids of various ages. I have a, a young girl who's eight going on 35. I've got a boy who's almost seven. And you have kids in varying age ranges as well, too. As well. I've got, uh, you know, a girl age 10 and boys ages now 12 and 14. So I'm starting to enter the, the very dangerous world of teenagers. <laughs> uh, and uh, just just wait, buddy. Just just wait. It I, la, 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 la. I'm not listening. <laughs> I don't want to even. Uh, Good luck I, to you. I don't want to know. But listen, you know, we, um, you know, we're fortunate. We, we've taken our kids a number of times over the years. Hey, look, even now that I live here. Uh, it's still special for them to go to Walt Disney World. We don't go every day. We don't even go every week. So when we go, it's still special for them. But I think sometimes we as parents want to give them special experiences as well. And look, we have so many that we as adults have enjoyed that really are geared more towards adults. I think about things like Party for the Senses. I mentioned Wild Africa Trek, backstage tours, some great D23 events, that, yeah, kids can come to a lot of them, but they're not really for the kids per se. So I think it'll be fun to look at things that are specifically geared towards kids, both inside the park and at some of the resorts as well. And I don't mean just, you know, kiddie pools and things like that. These are some special sort of add-on experiences like we as adults get to experience as well. You know, some of those tours, in fact, are for 16 and older. So some of the kids, frankly, can't even participate because they're not allowed to. We're going to look on the flip side. There are going to be some of the things that we're going to talk about where the adults aren't allowed. They literally are for kids only, and, and we're talking about kids ages 4 to 12. So there are a lot of things that Walt Disney World offers for kids that are really targeted to that kid level. Now, again, we're all kids at heart, but you know, for things that you know a, a child would truly just light up at, and you know, there's a number of them, and we can go both in and uh, outside of the park, you know, in the first, and if you really think about it, Walt Disney World is all about family. And we were talking, you know, about tours and things like that, that older kids uh, and adults can participate in. But Disney offers at the Magic Kingdom a very special tour. And in fact, it's called the Family Magic Tour. And it's really designed for kids. Uh, and it's and it's all about kids. And in the end, uh, it's the kids who, in many ways, lead the tour throughout the park. Yeah, and I like this tour for a number of reasons because, yeah, while most of the other tours, because they do go backstage, are for kids 16 and up, this one really is is geared towards a certain age range. You know, you're thinking maybe 4 to 10, 4 to 11 years old or so. Yes, adults can come, but it really is about and by and for these kids because it's not really this is how we built Space Mountain. It's uh, it's an adventure kind of game. It's a quest. There's uh, really giving them the opportunity to sort of play scavenger hunt through the Magic Kingdom, solve puzzles, uh, and really sort of have ownership of the tour as opposed to being kids along with their families doing it, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I mean, there's a guide, of course, who is kind of leading the adventure uh, to where you know the ultimate uh, and the final destination is, but along the way the kids really kind of dictate what all happens and and the guides are, are very well uh, uh, trained and prepared to really walk around and, and be a kid let the kids 
jump up and dance. Hey, okay, we're going to skip to the next destination. We're going to do this, that, and the other. And of course, there, you know, for the Family Magic Tour, there's a huge uh, pirate map or, or a type of map that will be followed, and there are different clues. And you know, the kids are the ones who figure out these different clues to figure out where next we're going to go. And so, while they're you know, enjoying this whole scavenger hunt throughout the park, they are kind of learning a little bit of the backstory. Um, again, on a kid level, about what is all there at, at Walt Disney World and in the different uh, areas, and and fortunately, I guess they, they don't talk about the River of Pooh, Lou. But uh, you know, we'll, we'll save <laughs> Listen, that for a different the tour. The River of Pooh, when I give tours, is huge with the eight-year-old crowd. So. I bet it is. <laughs> but yeah, I like this because it takes the kids and sort of on a, on a secondary level, their parents if they go with them on a tour through the Magic Kingdom where, yeah, they are, are encouraged to sort of look up and look around and learn more, but there's a story that goes with it. There, There is a quest that goes on. There is an adventure that they are on. So there's a story that the tour revolves around, and, yes, there is that educational aspect of it as well. You know, when I think about tours with kids like this that where they become fascinated, and this is where you first start hearing, they come back and they say, you know, Mom and Dad, I want to be an Imagineer. I want to help. I want to work at Disney World. I want to, you know, help create these kind of things. And I like that. Uh, and the other thing I like about this tour, too, Chuck, is, uh, yes, Magic Kingdom admission not included. But it's only $27 for adults and kids and, you know, plus tax. Uh, it's offered every day at 10 o'clock in the morning. So uh, there's always an opportunity for the most part to participate. It's a great way for little kids to be able to interact with and play with and meet other kids as well too it's only about two hours so it's not going to completely exhaust the kids uh, and it really is again it's a fun interactive quest there's a lot of surprises that we aren't going to spoil for them right uh that they sort of get to there's takeaways from this as well too oh yeah there's takeaways uh, uh parents if you did the family major tour you might want to bring your camera <laughs> All I'm going to say, you never know who you might meet along the way. Uh, but you're right. It, it's not very expensive at all. And it's something that's that's very affordable for families. Only about two hours long. And so, uh, you know, as you said, it's not going to exactly take up a tremendous amount of the day. It's not going to be tremendously exhausting. But it's a lot of fun uh, at the same time. And so, you know, something that, again, I think is a good way to ease kids into experiencing Disney in a different way. Um, and, and you make a lot of friends. You know, my, my daughter afterwards you know, was talking for a while about wanting to be the tour guide uh, because she really enjoyed being on the tour and having fun uh, and, and all of that. But beyond doing tours, there are other things, you know, especially at the Magic Kingdom, that are really geared for kids. And here we're going to start to break off because we kind of have the, the, the boy road and the girl road. And, and we have um, both, you know, I, listen, and we have both. <laughs> we have everything that's in the catalog. <laughs> we got the boy that's and the girl. Correct. So, uh, and, and as so, they start older, getting older, certainly their interests start to get sometimes somewhat d divergent, uh, a little bit. And I know having the boy and the girl, two of the things, two of the experiences we talk, we're going to talk about, I think next are very similar, uh, but ones that each of my kids and their dad has participated in. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. So, and and by the way, you know, boys can go down the girl road, and the girls can go down the boy Absolutely. road. Absolutely, not 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 exclusive. But but we'll head down the girl road first. And of course, we're talking about the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, um, also available down at Downtown Disney. But but here we're kind of talking about uh, the location at uh, Cinderella's uh, Castle, and this is something akin to Nirvana for little girls. 
I don't know of anywhere else that you could have the truly uh, just do it up right and then some experience like the Bippity Boppity Boutique. This is a, this is a, a, a truly the, the ultimate salon where girls can come in and get their hair done, get their makeup done, get the, the pixie dust, the whole nine yards, even to the point of costumes. So, you know, depending on, on how much you want to spend uh, for the experience at Bippity Boppity, you can get everything from, from you know, a, a lower end, you know, about $50 or so for hair and makeup and things like that. Or you can shoot the moon with prices going upwards of almost $200 and get costumes and hair, makeup. There's photo ops that go along with it and everything like that. But in the end, these girls are turned into little princesses. Every single one of them. And, you know, while my daughter hasn't had the chance to do bippity-boppity just yet, not that she hasn't begged me and begged me and begged me to do this, it is something, you know, as I've seen many of the girls who do bippity-boppity, they come out and it is just beaming doesn't even begin to describe uh, how how just happy and overjoyed they are at doing bippity-boppity and, and turning into uh, a young princess. And look, I, I think this was a brilliant move on Disney's part. This It's actually been around for almost six years. Uh, I know it was uh, for the 10th anniversary of World of Disney back in 2006. They introduced the Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique there. Then in September 2007, it makes perfect sense to bring it into the old King's Gallery in the Magic Kingdom. Because look, what little girl doesn't want to step into the Magic Kingdom, go to the Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique, have breakfast or lunch at Cinderella's Royal Table, and then wander the park feeling like a princess, being treated like a princess, because you can see how not only cast members, but other guests interact with her. When they start to get to be this age and they see, you know, mom going to get her the hair, their hair done or their makeup done, they want to have that experience too, but now they get it in Disney World. And again, look, I, I took my daughter there a couple of years ago, um... It's just so well done because the second you walk past that threshold, you are immersed in a story. The the women that work there are fairy godmothers in training. Uh, they pamper your child as if they are going to a high-end salon. And they give them that royal treatment with the magic and the pixie dust and all those things. Great photo opportunities, video opportunities for mom and dad or, you know, a grandmother, grandfather that wants to treat their their uh, grandchild, granddaughter. And, you know, look, if you if you get it, like I think we all do, Chuck, I, I will tell you that, you know, I got a little teary eyed when I saw my daughter in there because they just they dote on them so much. And, yeah, you do have a relatively low entry point where you can get. The coach package is $49.95. That's hairstyling and makeup. And again, they'll put sort of that pixie dust in their hair. The crown package includes the hair, the makeup, and nails. That's $54.95. The castle package is everything in the crown package plus an imaging package, a photo holder, and a costume. Right, that's about $189.95 plus tax. Uh, but again, sort of the memories that we walked away with from that day and the photos that we walked away from that day were just wonderful. Uh, you know, nobody does it like Disney does. And certainly you can go to Castle Couture and you can put together your own costume and do it yourself that way. But you want to have a memorable experience, not just for your daughter, 
or your son. They do have a knight's package. If you're 3 to 12, you can do a knight's package. You get your hair made up and you get a sword and a shield. That's only about $15. So if maybe a brother and sister want to get in and do it together and they want to be a, a sort of a knight and a princess, they can do that as well. That's a relatively recent addition. But uh, that transformation that takes place there, again, just brilliantly done. And, and even as a guest walking around and, and looking at other little girls coming out, you can't help but want to go over and really try and help them make them feel even more special. Oh, without a doubt. And, and it's it's wonderful, especially you see these girls who have been to Bippity-Bobbity. And, of course, you clearly know they've been to Bippity-Bobbity. And here they are at Cinderella's Royal Table for breakfast or lunch or, or dinner like that. And to see them now interacting with the real princesses, uh, it is absolutely wild. And, you know, I just love seeing these little girls uh, in, you know, totally and almost literally dolled up to uh, to look like, uh, you know, their favorite princess, be it, you know, Belle or or Cinderella or, you know, Rapunzel or somebody like that. Uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful experience. And I know it's one that my daughter will be doing soon. Um, so it will, uh, yeah, it's something that, that uh, is a, a wonderful and, and great addition. Uh, and I like, and I like the fact World. that there's one in downtown Disney as well. So maybe, yeah. you know, especially for locals, if you don't have theme park tickets, you don't want to use a park day, you're spending the day in downtown Disney, you can get made up in there. There's also this very sort of interactive adventure room there that it, that's not mm-hmm. in the Magic Kingdom, uh, especially for boys. They can build pirate hats and skulls, and there's video games, and there's there's all kinds of extra things in there for the boys to do. Uh, plus, you're in World of Disney. And again, you sort of wander the promenade in World of Disney and the, and the marketplace. And, uh, you know, again, they feel equally special without having to spend the day inside the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, now this is something that, of course, you probably want to think about maybe getting a reservation for because it can get pretty popular, especially during the uh, during the popular times of the year. So uh, Disney recommends you call 407-WDW-STYLE to uh, make some reservations and, and, and get a time to uh, be involved and, and have an opportunity at the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique because it can get very, very popular. Yeah, and if it's something, if you have a little girl, you know, this is something that you, we sort of, you put a little extra side for this you can do that for them but right. like you said chuck we don't leave the boys out as well because That's correct we inside don't leave the, boys the magic kingdom out as well right you, uh, you, or i should say her we're not going to leave the boys out as well either <laughs> because we be going to the pirates league okay there's your pirate for you yeah for the boys it's pirate time and you know a couple of years ago i guess now it's been almost three years ago that uh, disney created the pirates league appropriately enough located right at Pirates of the Caribbean and Adventureland and the Magic Kingdom. And this is, in many respects, the boys' version to the Bippity-Boppity Boutique and equally uh, as fun as uh, as Bippity-Boppity. And, you know, this is where the real boy and you can come out and play. Yeah, or girls. They, or they girls, that's girls true. As yes. well too. Girls, too. When yeah, you we have exit, plenty of scallywags uh, of, of the female nature. When you exit the Pirates of the Caribbean attraction and you enter the store, on the right-hand side, we're actually, if you think back... Um, Back to the 70s. That's where the original gift shop used to be. Right. Is now, and look, taking away from the experience itself, an incredibly well-detailed and well-themed experience. When you walk in, mom and dad, take a, a look around and look at how well this is themed towards this fortress in, in which uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, the attraction, takes place. And look at some of the details, like the cannonball that blew through the archway and the props on the walls. But again, like that, like the Bibbidi Bobby Boutique, you walk through that portal and that transformation takes place. Uh, you are immersed in this experience. They talk like pirates to you. 
But when you do it, it's not just about sitting in a chair and getting made up. The first thing that you do is you get an official pirate name. And there's a great way that they have sort of this random way that your pirate name is assigned to you. It's recorded in the in the captain's log. So you're you're buying into the experience right in there. And then when you walk into the main room, it doesn't feel like a salon. It feels like you are in this this treasure room uh, that you would see right out of either the attraction or the film. Everybody is dressed appropriately. They're speaking appropriately. And I think even more so than Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, there is an experiential story part of this because as this transformation of your child or you is taking place, uh, the way the story goes, that's not the end of your experience. And again, not to spoil it for you, there is a, a, a great secret at the end that you don't see coming if you've never done it before. And I was equally as, oh, this is awesomely cool as my kids were when we did it a couple of years ago. Um, again, I don't want to spoil it, having done it before. But the other thing that's nice about this, too, is they do have packages for girls and boys. They, yep. The entry point is about twenty nine ninety five. They have a first mate package or an empress package. And you can choose who or what you want to be. You can choose the different effects that you want. So if you want an eye patch or a sword or a mm-hmm. tattoo, temporary, uh, you get a pirate oath and a pirate name. There's the these uh, pirate teeth that you could put in. You can be in a pirate parade. I mean, they really let you become who you want to be. Do you want the Jack Sparrow kind of makeup? Do you want to sort of have a a scar going across your face? And of course, you can buy the costumes there. You can buy swords. You can buy all those extra things on top of it as well, too. This is another, again, just a ton of fun. And and be ready at the end because similar to the Bippity Boppity Boutique, somebody we didn't mention, that that all of our new pirates are now, after they are are sworn in and have, have taken their oath to join Jack Sparrow and his crew, they be, they march in the pirate, uh, the parade of pirates in Adventureland. Bippity Boppity, some of the princesses, they do that a similar parade as well, uh, where they'll they'll march, uh, do a little parade uh, before uh, you know the the various guests. This also is another experience where reservations again are are uh, recommended. Here you'll want to call 407 WDW Crew, as in C R E W, to make a reservation. And this is something that also you need to be thinking about when you plan it as part of your day because reservations are accepted up until about 3.30. So this is something that you're probably going to be wanting to do in the morning to early afternoon because if you were thinking about coming in in the, the evening and uh, participating and in, in joining the Pirates League and then going off to do to dinner or something like that, it might not work for you. So you need to think about booking this uh, at an earlier time of the day. Um, Pirates League, again, something that is a ton of fun. And you talk about literally getting into character. This is something that's especially popular as you approach the fall. And imagine as many people who get dressed up for pirates uh, and dressed up as a pirate and then go and do Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. This is the ultimate way to get your true costume on before Mickey's Not-So-Scary. Yeah, and look, it's a great thing to, with Bibbidi-Bobbidi as well, it's a great surprise for your kids as well. Right, they've been there a number of times, or you want to do something special for them, surprising them with a reservation at Bibbidi Bobbidi or 
Pirates League uh, is a great thing for them. You bring them over to Pirates, next thing you know, they go in and they have this experience. When they don't know it's coming, it's almost even better. And like you said, I, I highly recommend making reservations, especially during the busy times of year. You can make them 180 days out. So if you are starting to think about that Halloween time, make them now. You know, you yeah. need to make them uh, as, as early as possible. And of course, you can cancel as long as you cancel within 24 hours. They won't charge your card. I think there's a $10 cancellation fee uh, if you cancel it within that that 24 hours. But the other thing, too, about this one, Chuck, and I don't think they do it with Bibbidi Bobbidi anymore. I think Bibbidi Bobbidi now has an age limit of up to 12. And I don't know if that's changed for Pirates League, but I can tell and or admit to you that a couple of years ago when I brought my kids, I did the Pirates League as well. Uh, I said, listen, if you guys are going to do it, I want to do it too. I want to be a, a pirate and go through the whole thing. And they treated me, again, just like that 7-year-old kid in a 43-year-old body. I also did a video. I shot a video of it, mm-hmm. and I never posted it. And if you, oh, you gotta see post the now. end Come of the, if you watch the very end of the video, you'll see my hesitation in doing it. But I think in in honor of this segment, I'll post the video up uh, when the show airs this week. And yeah, you, forgive you my it... bad pirate impression at the end. Oh no, it's not so bad there, matey. <laughs> you know, all pirates are scallywags, so you fit right in. But we all know, of course, that your pirate name had to deal with food somewhere. Uh, You know, I have my pirate. I'm looking around my office. I have my pirate certificate in here somewhere. But I will tell you, even as an adult, Lou Dolwit Margella, there he is. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I love the experience. I really enjoyed the experience. Uh, My kids did as well. My son and my daughter both did it. I think my wife enjoyed most, not just only watching my kids, but watching the the self-deprecating outfit and makeup that I was put in. All for the no, self, of the self-deprecating is a lot of fun. <laughs> so. Self-deprecating is good. Before we leave the Magic Kingdom, though, and speaking about hair, and this is this is a kid's experience, and this isn't a kid's experience at the same time. We would be remiss if we didn't mention, of course, the barbershop and yeah. the Harmony Barbershop, and especially for very young children, perhaps even really young, like first haircut, to get your very first haircut there at the Harmony Barbershop on Main Street in the Magic Kingdom. That itself is can be a, a fantastic experience. Again, for the very little ones, it might be more of an experience for moms and dads. And, you know, if we all remember back to our first haircuts, it was probably a little bit of a terrifying experience for the kids. But, you know, if you were going to get a first cut, there's no other, no better place to do it than the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, and I love the Harmony Barbershop. I, I think it's one of... Walt Disney World sort of somewhat hidden treasures um, because sometimes people especially new guests they'll walk by it I mean you know sort of tucked away in the corner by the car barn although it originally was on what was West Center Street uh, until 2001 it's tucked away and people may not realize that it's a real working barbershop and look you walk in I love the theming it's got that turn of the 20th century decor and, and that pinstriped wallpaper and that dark wood a lot of authentic props in there and the cast members that work there like guys like Michael uh, Morocco has been there since 1997 everybody knows him people will go there adults and kids just to have Michael cut their hair but again I've done this as well too you get your first haircut or your 3000th haircut and they have so much fun in there and if it is your first one as a kid you get that 
my first haircut set of mouse ears. You get a certificate. Mm-hmm. It's not expensive. I think now it's it's still around $14, $16, somewhere around there. Here you don't need to, nor can you make reservations. It's just a walk-up kind of thing. They'll put pixie dust in your hair. They'll carve a Mickey in your hair. They'll paint a Mickey on the back of your head. Yes, I walked around with pixie dust in my hair for a day and a half. But <laughs> not that I didn't shower. I just couldn't get all the pixie dust out of my hair. But it's a lot of fun. And again, it's, it's a great sort of memorable experience for the parents as much as it is the kids. Yeah, and that's the thing. And again, everything that we're talking about here is about about making memories and enjoying time together as a family. And so, you know, especially again for, for younger kids, you know, to have that very first cut, you know, I can't think of a more comforting place than, than the Magic Kingdom, even if the child is, shall we say, a little upset uh, while getting their hair cut. I would imagine it, it eases the blow pretty easily when you walk outside and go, hi, okay, let's go ride Dumbo. Right. Oh, okay, <laughs> bad mood is now gone. You know, we're going to go and enjoy, you know, the rest of the park and be in the Magic Kingdom. But there are also a lot of fun experiences that don't require going into the parks. You know, yeah. There are other other things as well that, that you can do. Uh, a couple of, of brief mentions before we get outside the park. There are a couple of things uh, in Epcot that are um, available for kids of, of a slightly older age, more towards my group, you know, eight or up or ten or up. You've got Dive Quest and you've got the Seas Aqua Tour. Um, you know, with the Seas Aqua Tour, you can swim on the surface of the tank there at the Seas of Nemo and Friends Pavilion, which in itself could be just incredibly fun. Um, and then, you know, for those who might be scuba certified, if you've got a child who's scuba certified, you know, a teenager, um, you can do a uh, dive quest and actually go underwater and things like that. So two more experiences that uh, really can be a ton of fun uh, when it comes to, to things with kids. Yeah. And I and, you know, we alluded to the fact that they're like, look, like for adults, there are a lot of things to do that don't require park admission. There's ways to enjoy experiences outside the parks at your resorts or at some of the other resorts as well and what i like about some of these chuck is some of them are great opportunities to do things together as a family some are specifically or more tailored towards maybe a mother daughter kind of experience and some really give kids that sense of ownership where this is just for the kids and mom and dad can't come they get a little bit independence we as parents feel safe at Disney World allowing our kids to go off on their own the same way I know I speak for myself my parents allowed me to do when I finally turned 30 but for most kids they're allowed at an earlier age to go off on their own and listen let's sort of carry that pirate theme over because one of the experiences that I wish I could do but I cannot is pirate themed because there are a lot of great pirate adventures outside the parks as well yes there are and actually, there are four of them, and so it just really depends on where you are uh, in Walt Disney World. There's the Albatross Treasure Cruise. Now, that's at the Yacht and Beach Club. That runs Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Uh, there's Disney's Pirate Adventure. That's located at the, Gr- the Grand Floridian Dock. That's uh, pretty much during the regular week, every day except Sunday. There's also the Island of the Caribbean Pirate Cruise. That's exclusively at the Caribbean Beach Resort. And, and only stays within the, the grounds of the Caribbean Beach Resort. That's on Sundays, Tuesdays, and Fridays. And then there's also the Bayou Pirate Cruise, and that's over at the Port Orleans Riverside Dock on Sundays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. Now, all of these adventures are for kids age 4 to 12, and they're going to be out on a pontoon boat 
that is decked out like a pirate ship complete with pirate uh, uh, skull and crossbone flags and sails and and all of this. Um, each uh, pirate or scallywag who goes on here is going to be outfitted. They're going to get a red and white striped uh, pirate Mickey hat or a bandana. And they're going to be under the pirate crew of a couple of cast members. And again, parents, no need to worry here. My, my three children did this. Um, this was part of the uh, the Disney's biggest fan uh, package that I received uh, a couple of years ago. And again, my thanks to Disney and to United Vacations for uh, awarding that so they could participate in this. The the cast members know exactly how to work with the kids. All of them are, are well suited to to dealing with children. They're all cert- CPR certified, so you know safety is absolutely not a problem. Lunch also is provided, by the way. Usually it's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, uh, some goldfish crackers, maybe a rice krispie treat, some some fruit, maybe a, you know some juice boxes, things like that. It's about a two two and a half hour tour, and they generally start around nine thirty in the morning. Um, not very expensive, frankly. They're only about $32 a child or so. And uh, again, also need reservations. You can book up to 180 days in advance by calling 407-WDW-PLAY. Now, what happens? My kids went on Disney's Pirate Adventure, so I'll speak about that one specifically, though the others, it's a similar, uh, a similar experience. They go from stop to stop to stop, uh, going and hitting different beaches where they literally are, are on the boat and they make land uh, at, at a various beach and go digging around and looking for treasure um, and, and go find different clues and, and, uh, and different pieces of the of this particular puzzle and, and, and quest that they're trying to solve. And at the end, then, they share up all their booty uh, while they have lunch out and about. Um, my kids loved it. They had such a good time. Uh, I happened to kind of sort of see them as they made their first uh, landing at the uh, Grand Floridian Beach, and they were just they were just having a blast. It was so much fun. And again, for the for the uh, Disney's Pirate Adventure, they start at the 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 Grand Floridian dock near where the Grand One is, move around and go to the the Grand Floridian Beach, the Polynesian Beach, over to the Wilderness Lodge Beach, over to the Contemporary Beach. So you can see they're really getting around here, and then come back around after about two to two and a half hours. And they're just singing and dancing, and you know, there's plenty of yo-ho, yo-ho going on. The kids really, really enjoyed everything that was going on. And you know, this is another opportunity where you know the kids are away. My wife and I actually had the chance to kind of just walk around and enjoy uh, the Grand Floridian itself, and uh, just kind of sit back and relax for a few hours where we didn't have the kids to have to worry about. And you know, we enjoyed just a couple of hours of just quiet time while they went off and. Uh, and frankly, we're, we're, we're pillaging and, and other things that pirates do. So something that I, I strongly recommend, it, it's a lot of fun, not real expensive, and something that kids are going to really, really enjoy. Now, there's something actually that I don't like about these pirate adventures, believe it or not. No, you're still too old. Buddy. I can't do it. <laughs> because listen, I, and I love the fact that, again, it's something for the kids. They go off on their own. They have got that sense of adventure and independence. But Chuck, Matt, look, we're kids at heart, right? Imagine if Disney had some sort of immersive pirate adventure where you can get on like an old... Remember the old Chinese junk that used to be at the Polynesian? You get on the East Winds and they take you out to what used to be Treasure Island or Discovery Island and you become immersed in some sort of a pirate adventure or a scavenger hunt or a quest for two hours in the morning for $32. They would... 
they would not be able to, you know, book it fast enough for people because we would love this kind of thing. But again, that's purely selfish on my part. I love the fact that they've got this for kids who, and look, my kids have seen it as we've either been on the monorail or been on watercraft. And they're like, wait a minute, what's that pirate boat? What is that thing? And what are those kids doing on it? I try and distract them at that point, but it's something that I'm going to let them do probably on an upcoming trip. And I'll certainly uh, uh, report on it more, maybe get a video of them doing it so you can get an idea of what exactly it looks like instead of just hearing about it. But like you said, Chuck, I've heard nothing but really positive reviews from families who have done this with and for their kids. They've had, they really did have a blast. And, and you know, being a parent, uh, you know, I was, you know, you're a little nervous. You know, you're down in, in, uh, in Walt Disney World where, you know, I, I know some people down there. But again, you know, you're kind of letting your kids off and you have to have a little bit of trusting. But I felt fine. You talk to these cast members and they knew exactly what they were doing. They made sure everybody had their life vests on and cinched up nice and tight. And and then they just got them right on it. And it was like, mom's dad's good. Bye. Go get out of here. Goodbye. See you. We'll see you in a couple hours. They wanted to get rid of us. You know, and so, you know, the kids are, were really thrilled with doing that. By the way, Lou, don't forget, you know, you talk about you know being involved in pirates. You can do the Pirate and Pals Fireworks Voyage. That's still available for you and with kids. You know, so you can have a slightly different pirate adventure and go see fireworks at the same time. You know, so that is another option. You know, just just yeah, but reminding this one has, you. This one has PB and J Uncrustables. So well, you know, I mean, <laughs> but nothing beats a PB and J there. And again, know. while this is for both boys and girls, um, it's something that both my kids want to do. There are also a couple of things that I think have a really nice feminine touch to it. And, and when I think of these kind of things especially this first one, this is something that I am going to give as a gift to my wife and daughter for them to do together. And like one of the pirate cruises, this takes place over at the Grand Floridian, and it's the My Disney Girl Tea Party. And if you are familiar at all with the American Girl doll phenomenon, which is huge, uh, sort of take that and add a great Disney touch to it. Uh, Again, American Girl dolls... um, are sort of a a couple of feet high and you can make these dolls sort of keep the same facial features and colorings and hair and eyes as your daughter and they can be dressed in in incredible amounts of of outfits and I've been to the American Girl doll store in New York. Dads leave your credit cards at home but now you can also buy Disney themed outfits for the girls but if you really want to take it to a whole nother step they have this event and this is an event that takes oh, yeah, place this is definitely at, the, an event. at the Garden View Tea Room, which is great because, again, Chuck, this is something that I think it's something for girls. If they're about 3 to 11, 3 to 12 or so, they can come dressed as a princess and they can take their mom. It's, it's almost like you take your mom with you as opposed to your mom taking you to this. Absolutely. This was something that I gave to my wife and daughter on our very first trip to Walt Disney World just a few years ago. And it was almost like, okay, we're going to start our Walt Disney World experience off right. And boy, was it right. This probably is the one event that my daughter talks about more than any other special experience at Walt Disney World. And she still has that doll. In fact, it's probably in her bed with her right now. Um, the, the My Disney Girl uh, Perfectly Princess Tea Party is by far and away the ultimate in getting your girl on, getting the, the little princess on, because you go to an ex- what feels like and really is an exclusive tea party 
with Princess Aurora, with uh, Rose Petal, who was another character who you will meet. Uh, and it's it's just a fantastic um, opportunity for, especially for moms and girls, although young princes are welcome. They can come too. Disney accommodates them as well. The doll itself, as you said, is very much in line with the American Girl style of doll. In fact, many of the American Girl clothes will fit on the doll too. And the quality is just fantastic. The doll, this is this is truly a, a quality um, collectible that you take home uh, with you as well, uh, dressed like Princess Aurora. And this is a, probably the best opportunity for your little girl to be dressed up like a princess and come in and, and do a princess tea party. So I can easily see, let's start off at the Bippity Boppity Boutique, get the hair and the makeup done, get the, the costume on, and then let's head over to the, the Perfectly Princess Tea Party and have just the the most magical of of, uh, of ceremonies. There's your the girl is introduced like a princess, and you know the, as visiting royalty, and it's moms moms are just kind of tagging along. You know the the little girls, and by the way, we're talking about for girls ages three to eleven. They are the star. Moms and dads are just kind of the accompaniment. But it is, you know, you know, my own particular daughter. It was the Princess Jillian from Virginia, and introduced as such, and in she comes, and, and is welcomed like true royalty. And then next comes the next uh, next guest, and so everybody is introduced like a very formal event. And then they come in and they get their own types of you know various teas or juices or things like that, um, you know whatever they would like. And then you know a little uh, a little something to eat. Then there is meet and greet time and, and games and activities with Aurora and with Rose Petal, uh, and then of course they also get their own get their own doll and it is uh, matched and it is dressed exactly like uh, Princess Aurora, uh, and uh, you know just something that that you know for years and years you know my daughter just took that that Aurora doll everywhere with her and you know even now you know she still looks at the different. Uh, outfits and uh, and different uh, accessories for the doll. You know, this is even years later. Yeah, and look, you know, it's so appropriate to be at the Grand Floridian. You look at that Victorian theming and, and that afternoon tea there is just appropriate. And again, you add this princess storytelling element. And again, they, they have story time and they sing songs together. They walk away with this doll and a tiara and a bracelet and roses. And they really make it a memorable experience again because the little girl is the focus uh, again you you can little princes can go to and they don't get an American girl doll they get a Duffy uh, I think they get a pirate Mickey hat as well too but it's such a nice thing for a mom and daughter to do together they sit down and they have you know mom will have tea the, the daughter will have juice they both get lunch you know they have egg salad sandwiches and chicken salad sandwiches the things that you would have if you were to have afternoon tea, uh, you know, sort of that turn of the century Victorian style. Uh, the experience itself is not the least expensive experience in the parks. Is this is something that is very, very special? So for adults, it's $89. For child, for each child, it's $175 or so, including. So you're looking about $250 because every child must be accompanied by an adult. Um, it does include lunch for the adult and the child. It also includes the American Girl doll, like you said, which on its right. own is probably about 50 or $60, I believe, just by itself, plus the clothing, all the other accessories. So don't let that price tag scare you because of what you get to walk away with as far as the, the physical takeaways 
and the experience itself. And like you said, for what you did with the, your daughter, something that she still talks about, that's what you do it for. So I, I picture something like this, giving it to my daughter for her birthday or my, my wife for Mother's Day and letting them go and doing it this for them together. Uh, like everything else, you can make reservations 180 days out. They do it Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, Thursdays, and Fridays from 1030 to noon. Uh, I think it's one of those, I mentioned early on in the show, we talk about things like party for the senses, that, that indulgent, sort of really extravagant, memorable kind of thing. This is the sort of the kid's princess equivalent of that. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. This is, you know, the, the kid's version of uh, going to uh, something like the California Grill. You know, granted, kids can go there, but really, you know, these these kinds of things sometimes are adult experiences. Even better, kids' version of going to Victoria. Exactly, right. that's what I there say. We there we go. It's the kids princess version, version of Victoria and, right. and you know, this is just, you know, if you're gonna go, go all out princess. Here is where you go all out princess. And I do strongly recommend that you get, you know, if you're thinking about this, you need to get a reservation and you need to to be ready at that 180 day mark because it's a very limited affair. Um, you know, there are not that many folks that, that can participate in the in the particular seating of it. So if it's something you're interested in, I, I would strongly be ready at that 180-day mark um, to, to make that booking because it's a lot of fun. Now, you don't have to go all out and, you know, spend $175 just for a child. You can do some other types of tea parties and maybe even have a friend or two or hatter. Uh, join you because you can also, of course, have tea with Alice also at the Grand Floridian. Yeah, and what I like about this is this is a more value-priced option if you still want to do that tea party kind of experience. And this one, too, Chuck, is different because, yeah, parents can come, but maybe this is a, a good time for parents to go and do something else. There's a small group of kids, about 20 to 25 kids, that has this story time, tea time with the characters from Alice in Wonderland, and it's okay if mom or mom and dad want to go off and do something else. Again, the entry point here is only $40, obviously tax and whatnot is included, but they do, um, they not only have lunch, but it becomes an interactive kind of thing. So they decorate their own cupcakes and they you know, create their own peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and there's Rice Krispie treats, and it really is a lot of fun for them and it's it's their kind of kids version of, of party for the senses because it's yeah. just them for the most part mom and dads aren't there they sort of again have that sense of independence and it can be as young as four years old too as long as the, the kids are potty trained they can go and again chuck as the continually overprotective father uh of my my daughter especially this is one of those things whether it's it's here elsewhere in Disney World on the Disney Cruise Line that I have no thoughts whatsoever about being able to leave them there for an event like this. Yeah, this is again another fun time, and this is a, this is really I can see the opportunity where it's it's you know the young girls who are able to come together and truly have that tea party that you know they always play at at home. Here they get to do it for real, and not only do they get to do it for real, they get to do it with Alice and the Mad Hatter. And, you know, moms and dads, as you said, um, for the most part, are not participating in this. This is much like the pirate adventure. 
this is kid time only and for kids only. And, you know, this gives a chance for moms and dads to, to spend an hour. It usually lasts about you know, from two to three o'clock. Um, it's a chance for moms and dads to spend an hour to enjoy the Grand, Grand Floridian. Maybe uh, if you schedule it right, you know, do a little little mini spa treatment or something like that while the kids are having their own uh, tea party. Right. And let's be also, clear, too, you don't have to be staying at the Grand no, Floridian. Right. Just like the Pirates Adventures, you don't need to be staying at the Yacht and Beach Club or Caribbean Beach or Port Orleans. And, you know, these are these are open to all guests. So it's actually a nice opportunity, maybe, if you've never been to Grand Floridian or you've never spent some time sort of wandering the grounds or going to get lunch or taking on a watercraft. This is a great opportunity to do it, again, without having to go into the parks and have a great day at the resort. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. You know, we, we have talked many a time about how the resorts are an experience in among themselves that you don't require and have to go to any one of the theme parks or the water parks. You know, the, the, the resorts themselves are an attraction and are an experience, and the Wonderland Tea Party is just one more example of that and gives you a reason to go to the resorts, to go and see the different things that the resorts offer. And again, you don't have to be a resort guest uh, by any means. You only have to be an on-property guest. You know, anybody can book uh, one of these experiences uh, at you know the tea, the tea parties, the pirate adventures, the, the my uh, my my Disney girl parties, you know anything that we've talked about. Um, you don't have to be a resort guest. You can can be staying wherever you want and still enjoy and have a fantastic time. Yeah, and you know we talk about these kind of special events as we're, we're terming them, although they take place almost every day throughout the resorts. And you know when we were talking about this segment, there was something else that I thought about. For kids specifically to do, and yeah, maybe the intention of why they're going to these places is because maybe mom and dad want to have an adult night out or go have a nice dinner or whatever it may be. But one thing that that I've done that I had never done anywhere else and still have never done anywhere else is bring my kids to the children's activity centers Mm -hmm. located throughout the different resorts. Um, For kids 3 to 12, if you guys want to go out and have a nice place rather than do something like kids night out where a babysitter comes into the room you can bring them to uh these different activity centers there's six of them located on property there's simba's simba's cub house at animal kingdom lodge there's the neverland club which i still wish i could go to over at the polynesian the cubs den at wilderness lodge the sandcastle club at yacht uh yacht and beach club the Mouseketeer Club at the Grand Floridian, and over at the, the Swan and Dolphin, they have Camp Dolphin as well mm-hmm. there, too. These are all open from about 4, 4.30, maybe 5 o'clock or so, until about midnight. And if you have kids, again, ages 3 to 12, they have everything in there from video games to snacks. They'll feed them dinner. There's Disney movies. A really great place for them to play. Uh, again, trained counselors there, all who know CPR, uh, they're, they're meeting kids their own age, and I, I brought my kids there, and at first they were sort of like, well, wait a minute, where, where are you guys going? Because we always took our kids everywhere, and after they were there for five minutes, just like on the Disney Cruise Line, they didn't want to come out. Uh, it, it's a great way for, if you guys are on vacation, you don't have extended family with you, and you want to have a nice evening at Victorian Alberts or whatever it may be. It's not very expensive at all. The cost is $11.50 per hour. There's a two-hour minimum charge. You can, probably should make reservations uh, at most locations. You can also do walk-ups as well. I think Camp Dolphin 
you need to have reservations there. But yeah, reservations call, are required at Camp Dolphin. Okay, 407-WDW-DINE. Uh, this is something that we've done, Chuck, a number of times. My kids loved the Mouseketeer Club. They really liked the Sandcastle Club and the Neverland Club at, uh, at Yacht Club and Polynesian. And we've done a sort of a spur-of-the-moment thing. We walked up that they had availability, uh, and they really, really had a great time doing it. And it gave us a chance to have one of those, you know, adult night outs that you don't normally get a chance to do. Well, and and I'll actually turn the tables on it. It was probably a chance to for the kids to have an adult night free, too. I mean, think about it. How many kids would love the fact to kick out mom and dad for a couple of hours and be able to do some stuff on their own, not necessarily going to the parks, but go and be out and not have mom and dad with them. Kids love to have time where they don't have mom and dad around, and moms and dads love to have that same kind of time, provided that the kids are in a safe place. And here is just a safe place where kids can be kids, have fun, have some some parent-free time, and parents can have some kid-free time all with really not that bad of an expense. I mean, eleven fifty an hour is probably cheaper than what you can get babysitting at home these days. Right. right. And again, they have meals, they have snacks, and it's not just, all right, kids, we're going to plop you in front of a TV and we'll we'll check back on in an hour. They are in there playing games oh, yeah. with the kids the whole time. Yeah, they're having fun. They're they're truly enjoying it. They're I mean, doing this crafts. Is... Yeah, they do a lot. Of, my kids came back with a lot of crafts and coloring and things that they made while they were there as well. Oh, yeah, there's tons of activities and a lot of takeaways, again. You know, we, we talk about, you know, hands-on experiences. We, we've talked in the past about the kid cots at Epcot. This is another example of that, but amped up so much more of what, you know, kids can be able to do and let some of their creativity out uh, and have fun and, and do different things. I, I do want to mention something, though, um, back at Epcot that I forgot to talk about was the Behind the Seeds Tour. This is something that's great for kids as well. You know, this is something that, you know, everybody is available uh, to take the behind the seeds tour, it's not all that expensive, uh, and usually lasts just a couple of hours or so at uh, at uh, Epcot and in the Land Pavilion. But the thing I like about it with kids is that they incorporate the kids into the tour uh, without giving too much away. Towards the beginning of the tour, the kids are given something that they need to hold on to, and later on, in the, about the middle to two thirds of the way. Through the behind the scenes tour, the kids play an important role in helping maintain the health and viability of the land pavilion and of the of the greenhouses. To find out exactly what I'm talking about, well, you'll have to kind of take the tour to find out. But it's something that my kids really enjoyed being part of that, and uh, so it's something that you know, I would strongly recommend uh, you, you consider doing you know, behind the scenes. Not real expensive, as I said, it's about eighteen dollars for adults, kids. Uh, are usually about $14. And again, with many of these tours and other experiences, there may be discounts for uh, annual pass holders or DVC members. Um, so you know, something to ask about uh, when you book the uh, book the particular experience. Yeah, and just what I want to wrap up with is, you know, we're, we're talking about special events and special experiences, some things for kids to do together, some things for kids to do alone. But I did want to mention a couple of other events and experiences that you can and you should do together as a family and not necessarily things that are going to be a hard ticketed or an add-on kind of event. Keep in mind some of the special events that go on throughout the year because those are great opportunities 
to really do things with and bond with your kids in a whole new way. And the things that came to my mind was Star Wars weekends, first and foremost. I'm a Star Wars fan. My kids are Star Wars fans. And when you go there and you sort of bridge those generation gaps by enjoying that special event together, it's a lot of fun. My son and I love to go, you know, ride Star Tour together and, and see the characters and meet all the people. That's a lot of fun. The other thing, too, that really has become, and I know next year my kids are planning on actively participating in it, it's become more of not just a destination event, not an athletic event, but a family event, our yep. marathon weekends. Yep. Because now it's not just the full marathon, the goofies, the halves, the 5Ks. There's the family fun runs. There's the 100, you know, the 400 meter. There's the, the diaper crawls. So the now Mickey the Mile. whole, yep. yeah, the whole family can get involved. And that's one of the things that looking towards 2013, I really want to do. And, and what I said about doing the 5K is that I want all, you know, as many people to participate in that weekend as much as possible. Because it's not about the athletic part. It's about the, the fun experience of what that weekend is like and participating in an event and getting a medal and going through everything that uh, the community aspect of what that event brings. Even things, oh. Chuck, like uh, flower and garden festivals. Great way to introduce your kids to, to Epcot. Introduce them to things like horticulture. They have a lot of special things just for kids. They've got the butterfly gardens. They've got the, um, the sort of pixie hollow fairy area. Even when we talk about things like food and wine, again, that is very much sort of positioned as an adult event. I think that's a great way to sort of introduce your kids into trying some new foods. Again, your entry point is maybe 3 to $5 to let them try a little appetizer portion. Yeah, maybe they're used to things like chicken nuggets and burgers. Maybe they'll want to go around with you and experience not the wine part, but the food part of the Food and Wine Festival by sampling some of those little things with you. It becomes, again, you get your little passport an adventure that you guys can experience together. Oh, without a doubt. In fact, it was Star Wars Weekends that brought me to Walt Disney World for the very first time. So Star Wars Weekends started all of this and everything that I have been involved with, with Walt Disney World and Disney and with, with, with you, with this podcast. With you know, Star Wars Weekends led me to talking to you tonight about what we're talking about right now. Then there is the Marathon Weekend. My kids and, and I participated, in, well, actually the kids participated in the Mickey Mile Back in 2010, while I did the half marathon, they had a blast. They loved doing that Mickey Mile, and they still have you know the medals. They very proudly displayed uh, doing the Mickey Mile. Afterwards, and after I did the half marathon, my son looked at me and said he wants to do the half right. marathon once he gets old enough. He have to be at least 14 to uh, to run in the, the bigger events. But there's nothing that says you know they can do the the family runs, the 5K. You know, like I said, the Mickey Mile. The kids are really enjoying all the various athletic events. Uh, when we've done a couple of the, the flower and garden festivals, uh, my daughter loves going into the butterfly garden. Uh, she thinks that that itself is just a blast. And so the special events that Disney puts on all throughout the year, many of them are very well suited. In fact, have special events just for kids. And so you know, having and doing kids activities is something that you can do at Walt Disney World all throughout the year both of the things that we've talked about that are year-long and also the various special events that take place throughout the year. And, you know, if you're if you're on the fence about, you know, things like the Mickey Mile, I strongly recommend you, you give it a shot. Let your kids literally run out there and see what they can do. And you might just be surprised at what they can accomplish and, and what you can accomplish. You know, you can, you can do a 5K. You know, even if you don't think you can, you can do it. 
trust me, from a guy who didn't think he could do a marathon and finished it, you can do a 5K, and so can your kids. You don't have to run everything. You can walk and enjoy it and truly be a family event for everybody from young to old. That's what we're doing next year, 2013. That's right. I committed to run, the f- run, walk, crawl, eat through, whatever it is, the 5K, because I want everybody to come out and, and get off the couch. You don't have to train. Let's just do it. We'll walk it. We'll have a great time. That's what it's all about. Um, if you want to find out more, you can go to www.radio.com slash running. Join the running team. Help raise some money for Make-A-Wish Foundation of America. But I digress. Chuck, the point is, whether it's you're, whether you're an adult, kids, family, there's always so much more to explore at the parks. These things are just some of the examples of some things that kids can do uh, individually with mom and dad with their mom, with their brothers and sisters, with their cousins, with new friends, whatever, because that's what this is all about. That's what Disney is all about, is enhancing your enjoyment and your experiences in the parks. There is always something else to do. And I would love to hear from you, the listeners, if you've ever had the experiences with any of these before, what your thoughts are. You can leave it at the comment section for this week's show notes over at wdwradio.com. Or if you haven't tried any of these in the past, What do you think about some of these ideas? Are there any that really sort of jump out at you? Maybe you want to experience for your kids or with your kids, whether it's tea, a pirate adventure, a tour, Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique, or whatever it may be. Um, Please let us know over again over at www.radio.com. Chuck Leinberger from DisneyDaddy.blogspot.com. I want to thank you again for coming on the show. we got a lot of great ideas for other ways that uh, we can enjoy and share our understanding and appreciation of the Disney parks. Absolutely. It's always a pleasure to be here. And just tell you what, keep moving forward. Keep on running. I'm going to get you on the marathon again, Lou. You're going to get there. You'll be there. I should have stopped recording five minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) Nice try, pal. (laughs) Keep training. That's going to do it for this week's show. Thanks so much for taking the time and tuning in this and every week. Please come by the website at www.radio.com and comment on this week's show. Share your thoughts about some of your favorite special kids events in Walt Disney World. While you're there, be sure and explore the all-new website, the new blogs, discussion forums, videos, polls, contests, and lots more. Also, remember this Saturday, March 10th, you can come by and join us if you're going to be in Walt Disney World for the WDW Radio Day at the Ballpark. Atlanta Braves Spring Training is back at the ESPN Wide World of Sports. We thought it'd be fun to spend the day together with the WDW Radio family. We're going to have a little sort of picnic area on the lawn for an afternoon of fun and friends. The game starts at 105 versus the New York Yankees. We'll probably get there about 1130 or so. Please note, you do need to purchase tickets via Ticketmaster.com or at the ESPN Wide World of Sports on the day of the game. For more information, visit wdwradio.com slash events or visit the website. Click on the events tab. You can also stay tuned to Twitter. I am at Lou Mangiello and facebook.com slash Lou Mangiello for updates. In addition to commenting on the show and the blogs, discussion forums, I want to hear from you as well so you can be heard on the air by calling the voicemail line 407-900-9391. That's 407-900-WDW1. Or if you have a question you want answered on the air, you can email me at lou at wwradio.com. In addition to the podcast and the weekly videos, be sure and come by and join us for a weekly live video broadcast and chat every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. 
Come by and be part of the WDW newscast. We'll record it, post it later on YouTube and in the iTunes feed. You can watch, ask and answer questions and then stay for a while longer as we just chat about all things Disney. Again, you can come by starting at 7.30 p.m. Eastern every Wednesday at WDWRadioLive.com. Speaking of events and getting together with other members of the WDW Radio community and family, don't forget about our WDW Radio cruise on the Disney Dream, November 4th through the 8th, 2012. We do it, did one last February, had a great time. This year, we have a very special guest in Richard M. Sherman of the Sherman Brothers. For more information, for a no-obligation quote, you can visit www.radiocruise.com. And please keep in mind, you do need to book as part of our group in order to take part in all the special events that we're going to have, including everything taking place with Richard Sherman. He is going to be part of our group only and not for the general passengers. So again, if you do need to book through www.radiocruise.com. Quick thanks to my partners and sponsors, Mouse Fan Travel. Whether you're coming to Disney World, Disneyland, on the cruise with us, or for Adventures by Disney, Becky Mankin, her team of agents, give you not only the best possible prices, all the available discounts, but incredible levels of personal service, all at no additional cost to you. You can visit them at mousefantravel.com. When you're coming to Walt Disney World, you want to stay right in the heart of Disney? I love the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin, the restaurants, the lounges, the Mandara Spa, the incredibly comfortable heavenly beds. Again, within walking and boat distance to Epcot and Disney's Hollywood Studios, you can visit them over at swananddolphin.com. And maybe you want a, a little bit of a larger home or a condo, seven bedroom houses with kitchens and pools and game rooms and spas. All-Star Vacation Homes has more than 150 homes within just a few miles of Walt Disney World. Check them out at allstarvacationhomes.com. Also, be sure and come by celebrationspress.com. There you can subscribe to and order back issues of Celebrations Magazine. And as always, my friends, and you are my friends, whether we have met yet or not, and I hope to meet many of you this weekend at the Braves-Yankees game, all I ask is that if you like the show, Please help spread the word. Let others know about it. Tweet out that you're listening. Share links on Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, other dis discussion forums. And please come by, rate and review the show over on iTunes as well, as well. Very much appreciated. And finally, and most importantly, I want to thank you all so very much for allowing me to share my passion for Disney with you in so many different ways. Having you come back and listen and watch and interact means more to me than you know. And I hope in return you become inspired to start pursuing what you love and what you are passionate about each and every day. And when you do, I hope you always keep moving forward and have a great week, everybody. So until next time, see ya. Hey. Hi, Lou. My name's Henry, and I'm eight from Naperville, Illinois. What I want to put in my house for the attraction ride is um, the Peter Pan ship, and um, I mean because it's it's cool in the looks. So uh, I'll be listening to your show tomorrow. Bye. Hey Lou, it's Mark from Pittsburgh calling. I have a question for you. What did you do with Jen Tremblay? Hey Lou, it's Jen Tremblay up here in Bristol, Connecticut. Just wanted to call and say hi. It's been a couple weeks since I've called in to say hello. Uh, to you as well as our fellow, my fellow WDW Radio family. Um, I just wanted to say hello, and I uh, just finished listening to this week's show, 263, about the top ten ride, uh, excuse me, attraction vehicles uh, with you and uh, Tim Foster. Um, I pretty much was uh, uh, agreed with both of your lists. Um, 
I, I don't even know if I can make a top ten really um, when it comes to attraction vehicles. Um, my favorites, uh, top three favorites, I would say, are definitely um, Soarin', uh, Tower of Terror, and also uh, Splash Mountain. Um, those are my top three. But, again, there's so many more that I can't even begin to um, – talk about but anyway i just wanted to say uh, i love the new look of the website um i think it's awesome and i've been listening to a lot of your older podcasts going back um and just listening to things that i maybe missed the first time around so i just want to say thank you again for everything that you do and um i look forward to my upcoming trip this september i'm going to be going down for a week at the parks and followed by a week-long disney cruise on the fantasy so i can't wait All right, well, I'll talk to you later. Hope everyone has a great week and look forward to meeting you someday. Take care. Bye-bye. Hi, Lou. This is Kenny from West Palm Beach. Um, If you haven't uh, checked out the Tron Legacy soundtrack, it's called Reconfigured. Uh, They took the original soundtrack and gave it to a whole bunch of DJs, and they remixed the original Tron Legacy soundtrack. And it's got some great, great songs on there. Plus the fact that they've been replaying Tron Legacy on Stars so much, I'm picking up a lot more of the audio cues and enjoying the remix of the original album. Plus also thanks for uh, Where's My Water uh, on my iPhone. It's my new favorite game, and I've pretty much got the thing knocked out. I'm waiting for them to release some more levels. So come on, Disney, uh, get some more levels out there. Have a great day. Love the show. Keep up the great work. You've got a friend in me. Yeah.